Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating. Her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. The Boy Scouts of America provides the nation's foremost youth program of character development and values-based leadership training to more than 2.6 million youth members. With more than a million adult volunteers and more than 280 local councils throughout the United States and its territories, scouting is an ongoing adventure that teaches a powerful set of real-life skills and develops fundamental qualities that help young people become prepared for life. The mission of the Boy Scouts is to prepare young people to make ethical and moral choices over their lifetimes by instilling in them the values of the Scout Oath and Scout Law. The Scouts, leaders, and volunteers accomplish this mission through a combination of citizenship education, career training, character development, outdoor activities, and an advancement system that encourages Scouts to embrace the mission, earn achievement awards, and develop interpersonal and leadership skills. My guest today is Jim Rogers, the immediate past council president of the Nevada Area Council of Boy Scouts of America. His day job is serving as the president and CEO of Campgrounds of America, KOA, which, with nearly 475 campgrounds, is the largest network of franchise family campgrounds in the world. Welcome, Jim. Hey, thank you. Great to be here. It's no shock that you're running KOA and you're you're an Eagle Scout, so it's all about being outdoors. <laughs> there's a great there's a great story there. I came out of the University of California Berkeley back in the '70s, and uh, I was uh, pretty much a rah rah. And at that time at Cal, every day the school was getting burned down, and we had the blue meanies coming in from the Oakland Police Department. But I wanted to get into the camping business, and I sent a resume off to a place in Billings, Montana, called Campgrounds of America. They decided to fly me up to Billings and interview me, and they told me later the only reason they flew me up is they didn't believe there was an Eagle Scout at Cal Berkeley. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, my, my scouting career has had uh, long legs in terms of uh, linking me to the hospitality business. Right. Well, let's just talk about, you know, kind of lay the foundation, because obviously, you know, unless your head's under a rock, you every, all of us have heard about Boy Scouts of America. And so kind of lay the foundation to really talk about what this does for these young men and what you've seen through the years. I've been involved with scouting probably for uh, 60 years. You know, my folks uh, got us involved in it early on at Tilder Brothers. I'm one of 10 Eagle Scouts. Uh, we kid in our family. We're not Jewish, but it was kind of considered the bar mitzvah of the Rogers family. I'm a real believer that today's world, and I travel extensively, that everyone's trying to find a way to make tomorrow better. And I think that uh, the scouting program you just described with the number of volunteers, the number of kids, can do that. Uh, it's real. It's been around over 100 years, and it's, it's not going away. And it has a, a kind of a one-of-a-kind offering that, you know, there's a lot of distractions for youth today, they, whether their parents are putting them in violin lessons or they're playing soccer or 
Little League Baseball. And so it's kind of a competition to try to get the attention of youth. But I think one of the things that parents and your listeners need to realize is that the scouting program is is very unique and very distinct. When I think about it globally, I, I, I think that the tendency of my wife and I, as we sit around, we get frustrated that we can't do much on a national basis. We even get frustrated we can't do much about Nevada. But we can do something about Reno. Um, and so when I give talks around the country on scouting, I like to talk about the BSA neighborhood and what that means. There many, many of your listeners probably don't even realize scouting is still around. We'll get an we'll inquiry every so often. Do scouts still exist? <laughs> and, I, and I love the word scouting because, as you did in your previous show, I think scouting you know, applies to both boys and girls. You have certainly two great programs. And, but it's important when people think about what can I do to make tomorrow better, we all get frustrated. We all, we all think there's not much we can do. And I believe if you invest in scouting, whether volunteering, putting your child in it, contributing financially, uh, you know, coming out for a weekend and helping support it, that you are going to have an impact locally. And maybe on the, to this morning, or this afternoon, whatever, we, we can talk a little bit about uh, what those values are. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, when I think, uh, I mean, at what age do most scouts enter the program? About six years old. We're going to go to the elementary schools, and uh, we're going to recruit Tiger Cubs. And uh, the, t- the Tiger Cub program is uh, interesting because it requires a parent involvement. And as we know today, it's tough to get a attention of, of, of parents. In the Nevada Area Council, we have a, you know, growth or opportunity, and, and obviously that's sort of where you start your career is Tiger Cup, going to Cub Scouts, and work your way into Boy Scouts, and the programs mature in the, in the various activities. But if we can get both a, a child and a parent engaged early on, they tend to stay with us you know, throughout, and all these organizations uh, are, require uh, some type of volunteer participation from an adult. This is Sherry Hill. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show with guest Jim Rogers, who is the immediate past council president of the Nevada Area Council of Boy Scouts of America. In today's day and age, all the news, we hear all this stuff, you know, these kids are, you know, moving into gangs and all this, and... I I find it interesting because you're wearing your very cool scout uniform. Looks good on here, doesn't it? it? Does. You guys all it see this? Great. Look at me! Wow, I look great on the radio. You'll be in our picture, our photo. The interesting thing is, do you find that because kids are global, they're communicating with people all over the world? That is there an issue to get them into this uniform, or do they dig it? No, I, th- I think it's a it's a it's a contrast. Uh, the uniform has uh, struggled over the years. I think it's what the struggle it's what the uniform represents. If they're if they're if they're climbing a mountain, or they're you know finished a fifty mile hike in a Philmont. Uh, facility out of new mexico or they're uh, marching in a parade they're all proud of it to wear it to school you know among their friends uh we have some work to do to continue to rebuild that pride when i was a scout i mean we had our shine shoes and our inspections but i think we've become a little more lenient with regard to that but we need to bring some of that back i'm one of these guys that believes that again one of the benefits of scouting is the accountability that it delivers that 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 i i think you know as i go through the points of what we do for the neighborhood is that 
there's a sense of you know, responsibility that's missing in today's society. And and the story I always like to tell is when you achieve a rank in, in Cub Scouts or Boy Scouts, you're going to fulfill the requirement. You're going to you know, you're going to take a Dutch oven and you're going to make a bread. And if it doesn't rise, you're not going to pass the merit badge. The great story that I love to tell was my hiking merit badge. And hiking merit badge, you have to do so many hikes that are five miles and so many that are 10, and then you have to do a 20. And I went out and, you know, did my hikes and went to my merit badge counselor. And son of a gun, the, the counselor pulled out a piece of thread and put it down on the scale on the map and determined that I'd only gone 19.8 miles. Oh, <laughs> you know, and so it was like, oh my goodness! And he looked at me and says, "You're going to have to do another one." Wow! So here I was, and now again at a 12 years old age, I'd planned my 20 mile hike. Uh, my parents met me over on Stinson Beach with a barbecue. We all celebrated going 20 miles. I had to go do it again. I think that accountability is missing in our in our programs today. So as you think about one of the benefits that I that helped to make that BSA neighborhood, it's the accountability it brings that we don't get in school. We tend to, you know, helicopter parents are saying, you know, my kid gets a trophy. We have eight Val Victorians. You know, we've lost that sense. There's a school up in Connecticut that jumps rope without rope. I mean, what are we doing to ourselves? Mm-hmm. And so I think, again, the, that idea that we build character around some of those things is, is a, one of those valuable lessons. Well, and the things that you're teaching, you know, I went out and looked at the scout oath and, and the values you talk about. So why don't you lay some of that out? I mean, as if I'm brand new and I'm coming into Boy Scouts, I mean, some sure. of the first things you're going to help me understand is what I am responsible for. Yeah, so I, I think I think what I'd then some key elements that you're going to get as a scout, some key elements you're going to get uh, knowing that scouting is alive in your neighborhood, and and the first one is uh, fitness and outdoors. That we are going to take people that indeed today are somewhat fearful of the outdoors and make them comfortable in it. And the confidence that it builds will be significant. Um, Today's average youth in that age bracket of 6 to 14 spend seven and a half hours in front of a screen and 15 minutes outdoors. That's sort of putting on my KOA hat there. But the point is, is we aren't doing what we did previously, and yet we know that a child that spends time outdoors is better educated, takes tests better, has a greater understanding for the piece. So so the, the outdoors and the fitness component that's in scouting is, is an essential piece that is missing. It's leadership. Where do you get a young person actual responsibility? I mean, here you're going to have a, a boy that's going to go to the grocery store and buy for seven of his patrol members the, you know, the food for this weekend. Or he's going to you know, plan a trip to the firehouse. Or you know, Everybody that's out there has either a business, a, you know, wants community leaders, is looking for kids that are going to take key positions in the military. They want them to succeed at college. They want that better tomorrow. A child that has had leadership experience at that age is going to benefit tremendously. You know, personally, I had, you know, I had den leader responsibility. I had senior patrol leader, which means you're managing the troop. So there are a lot of things that I know come back to me of when I went into student council or I go into a board meeting today, those skill sets that I got as a young boy uh, play play a significant role. Um, 
Thirdly, I mentioned, I think, you know, again, the accountability piece, the character piece, the fourth element that, again, I think we're missing, the civility. They're, they're communities now that are paying experts to teach us how to treat one another in a civil way. You know, I mean, scouting provides that. Trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, thrifty, you know, brave, clean, and reverent. These are characters that are inculcated into us, not just uh, talked about or read or repeated, but we have lessons in all of them that make us be better citizens. Citizenship of the community, citizenship of the nation, citizenship of the world, or merit badges that we earn. So again, it's that it's that orientation to our world that we're going to make a better place. You know, and part of that are the service projects that our Eagles do. We uh, we had 118 Eagle Scouts in the Northern Nevada Council uh, nationwide. There are 58,000 Scouts that achieve the top rank. And in order to get that Eagle, you've got to do a service project. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to pick up when we come back. We have to go to break right now, but I want to learn more about the Boy Scouts. Stick with us. This is Lou Torres from Las Vegas. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because she is a leading expert in business, development, design, anything that you need in business. Sherry's your person. Sherry Hill is dynamic. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. This is Dan Pilla, author of How to Win Your Tax Audit. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is an important resource because she provides all the information small businesses need to succeed. Welcome back to The Sherry Hill Show doing everything possible to spark and fuel your entrepreneurial dreams. Now, here's your host, Sherry Hill. The Boy Scouts of America is one of the nation's largest and most prominent values-based youth development organizations. The BSA provides a program for young people that builds character, trains them in the responsibilities of participating citizenship, and develops personal fitness. For over a century, the Boy Scouts has helped build the future leaders of this country by combining educational activities and lifelong values with fun. The Boy Scouts of America believes, and through over a century of experience, knows that helping youth is a key to building a more conscientious, responsible, and productive society. My guest, Jim Rogers' career in the hospitality industry started nearly 40 years ago when he came to Campgrounds of America, Inc. as a management trainee in 1972. A detour in 1978 took him into the ranks of Harris Entertainment, Inc., and then in January 2000, he returned to KOA to become the president and CEO. Obviously, not one to sit still, he has been actively involved in the Boy Scouts of America, serving as president for the Western region. Jim, as the United States becomes more racially and ethnically diverse, talk about what the Boy Scouts are doing to ensure that their membership better reflects the country's demographic makeup. Well, that is a great question, because I I think that is uh, so evident in all that we do, that... uh, 
the scouts have been working on an all-market strategy for probably the last 10 years. And we've, we've seen the diversity in the population and knowing that we need to appeal to it. It's, it's sort of one of those challenges I think scouting has in terms of remaining with a contemporary program that can attract that diversity. Uh, it, it's also true in my career with, with, you know, whether it's Harris or camping with KOA, we all know that we need to do a better job of appealing to an audience. It's a very difficult undertaking. Language, cultural, learning about those. So scouting in particular has brought in some of the most you know, expert consultants uh, as it relates to uh, the Asian market, the Latino, Hispanic market, the African-American market, and, and get basically had a number of lessons that they've incorporated into many of our programs and uh, local initiatives. Uh, for instance, uh, we know that soccer is a, a real appeal to our uh, Latino, Hispanic population, so we actually were conducting Cub Scout meetings uh, on the field and providing uh, soccer uniforms that were Cub Scout uniforms and conducting the program right there rather than trying to bring them to a school somewhere. We've got a number of folks in the Bay Area that are dealing with uh, the cultural needs of uh, folks from Laos or uh, Cambodia, the, the language or the food elements. The, the good news is that if we get children of color into the outdoors, uh, we find that they enjoy it and will actually uh, have a higher frequency than a Caucasian youth. Uh, so the other thing that's fantastic is in many of these cultures, they love to do this as a family. And so we have to recognize that we can't necessarily take a Hispanic boy off to camp. We need to have a family camp. I think we're slowly learning those lessons. Obviously, many people are already in the program that represent those cultures, and they're helping us better define it. And uh, I would also say the same thing is true for camping in the United States. Uh, whether you're an RV camper, a tent camper, or a cabin camper, um, we are just beginning to see greater diversity in the camping public uh, in the United States. And if scouting, both Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts, can learn how to attract those kids and those families, uh, it's going to be wonderful because we're going to see more and more people uh, getting outdoors. When we talk about the outdoors, I mean, you guys, you know, obviously you earn these merit badges and there's a lot involved in that. And kids are kids and you put them with a fishing pole or hiking or camping. I mean, how can they not have fun? Well, I think it's a matter of getting them into that experience. It's all it's all about getting them into that overall adventure and uh, making them feel comfortable with it. Uh, we're convinced that if indeed you do, you begin to uh, uh, impact obesity, attention deficit disorder. You know, I think that uh, we need to understand that this isn't just a, a scouting initiative. Uh, Mrs. Obama's got, you know, let's get outdoors. You got the NFL that's got play 60. Um, so we as we as a nation, uh, we as, a, as businesses, we as a parents, I think, can understand that need. The, the challenge we have is technology is slowing us down with regard to the true activity that when kids would come home at my age, uh, you know, the parents would say, come back in when it's dinner time, and we go entertain ourselves, and it would have some kind of physical engagement involved in it. Today, I go back to my room, I grab my parents' iPad, and I tune into some games if, if that's available. 
So it's it, it, the activity thing has changed, and I and again I think it's one of those things that people that are that understand and appreciate the importance of it uh, would look at at scouting as a, a solution. This is Sherry Hill. You're listening to the Sherry Hill Show with guest Jim Rogers, who's here chatting with me and informing us all about Boy Scouts of America. So when we're talking about the outdoors, because part of you know what the Boy Scouts are also really helping. Certainly our young young people understand is the sustainability. I mean, you're out in the forest, you're out at the ocean, you're out in a lot of areas where they've got to understand that green is green. I, th- I think the environmental concern uh, is certainly incumbent in the programs. And I, I would tell you that when you are a, a young boy and you are asked by your trooper, your patrol, to go into Reno, Ely, Las Vegas and uh, clear a trail that's in the park or paint the benches, that you get an association with it. You take a sense of ownership for it. You take a sense of responsibility for it. And when you walk by that or another similar experience, you're going you're gonna to have a different level of care that you have. So the challenge we have, uh, Sherry, is that uh, sadly um, there are not a number of people that are pursuing outdoor careers. The Forest Service, the National Park Service, environmentalists are not evolving um, unless we use some form of technology to monitor the trees, the water, and the wildlife. And if we can help recruit young people into these programs, we will then be able to filter them into career opportunities that are important to that sustainability you just addressed. When we are on a backpacking deal, we bring you know no trace. We, we teach that. When we're uh, you know working on merit badges, we've got all kinds of them that relate to forestry, water conservation, birds. You know, and, and so I think that again, it's an educational component. But we, we you've got to add fun. We, the, the key to scouting is achievement and fun. Okay, and so I think that the point of this is is that the kids have to have a sense that they're not only having a sense of accomplishment, but that at the end of the day, they did something they might not be able to do anywhere else, and that adds to the adventure and and hopefully. Uh, the technology they'll use is to show their other friends what they did today. Right. Well, I mean, isn't that an old adage? You know, we need a Boy Scout, and, you know, for survival. And and really talk about that because it's it's not just going out into the environment. It's building those skills. It's really helping them understand how to utilize what's around them. Uh, no question. I, I go back to this uh, BSA neighborhood and the fact that we're, we're creating leaders. We're creating uh, kids with character, kids with responsibility. Baden-Powell, the founder of the Boy Scouts, made it very clear to the volunteers that he wanted the kids to learn, not for the adults. So I'm going to read you a quick Mm -hmm. quote here. This is Baden-Powell back in 1910. Scoutmasters must hold the patrol leader responsible for everything good or bad that occurs in the patrol. Half the value of our training is to be got by putting responsibility on young shoulders. So, again, it gives us that opportunity to where else do I get that? Where am I learning that? And I think that that's a, a benefit. The other one I would, would really stress is uh, back to this volunteerism. 
is scouting is training those million people you talked about. We have multiple training programs. And that person that's trained, they're going to be effective at their church. They're going to be effective in their work. They're going to be effective at home. So scouting is not only impacting the youth, it's impacting the adults. If you are running a volunteer organization in northern Nevada, you ought to go find a scout volunteer because when you ask them to come aboard, you're going to be getting an MBA in volunteerism. You know, go find them. Um, And, you know... Good luck on if they have time for you, but you know we're going to keep them focused on the scouts. But I think the point is, is is back to that BSA community support the community. These are the things we're doing for youth, and it is sustainable. That's the last kind of point is is we've been around 104 years. We're not going away, and we we do we do partner with the Boys and Girls Club, and we do partner with the Girl Scouts, and we're we're really trying to address the youth needs that our communities have, and it's happening all over North America. But there are also 160 countries that are using scouting and all the things we talk about with the scout oath and scout law that are being used out there as well well it's hugely positive and that's why i wanted to talk about it today because when you think about you know there is a huge investment in our youth or needs to be a huge investment in our youth and what better way than to help them understand all those fundamentals but it really all boils down to making a better citizen right the better tomorrow i mean it is exactly a better citizen and who who can complain about that i mean again anybody you've interviewed today or talked to they're figuring out what makes for a better tomorrow and uh, you know thank you for for allowing us to share the story uh because i think that uh it's not well known and we need to come back and continue to make people realize that this is out there. And uh, we've got a wonderful scout headquarters, and uh, we're happy to you know continue to get inquiries and go up to scouting.org. Um, and the other piece that we try, we're working very hard on, I'd love to share today, is that uh, we have a huge Eagle alumni. So the, the folks that have achieved the highest rank, um, they go off and they, they tend to exceed in life as well and, and assume leadership roles. And so we've got a callingalleagles.com. If you go up to callingalleagles.com, um, we've got a nice welcome place, and we'd love to get to know who you are and get you engaged in uh, scouting uh, northern Nevada. Awesome. All right. We'll be right back. I want to learn more about what it takes to be an Eagle Scout. Stick with us. This is Johanna McLean, certified business coach and brand strategist. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me. She's got a keen sense of how to help businesses grow and thrive. She's also got a sense of so much fun so that business doesn't have to be hard. Sherry Hill is one of my favorite people on the whole entire planet. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. Next week on The Sherry Hill Show. 
Stephanie Kent, founder of Nevada Junior Cotillion, is our guest. Stephanie talks about how well-mannered children are more confident, successful, and have better relationships. They learn European handholds for the for the utensils, the European, the continental, and they use the American. They learn how to set the table. Then we go through behavior at the, at the different levels, like before the food arrives, when the food arrives, while you're eating, when you make a mistake. Hard to eat foods, don't ever do these things, and what do you do at the very end? Social level, informal, semi-formal, informal. Listen to the entire thought-provoking interview with Stephanie Kent of Nevada Junior Cotillion next week here on The Sherry Hill Show. This is Jim Rogers from Boy Scouts of America. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because she cares about our community. Sherry Hill is the wealth protection diva. Welcome back to The Sherry Hill Show, doing everything possible to spark and fuel your entrepreneurial dreams. Now, here's your host, Sherry Hill. There are many advantages to earning the Eagle Scout rank, including the skills learned, the leadership learned, and the general demonstration to yourself and everyone else that you can commit to a long-term, extraordinarily difficult task and get it done. The main advantage to being an Eagle Scout, other than that you possess all the above, is that people generally understand that it is a great achievement accomplished by very few. Scouting entered the world of reality television this year with the National Geographic Channel series, Are You Tougher Than a Boy Scout? Across six episodes, a team of young Eagle Scouts squared off against adults who'd fallen short of Boy Scouting's highest rank. The competition focused on skills found in the Boy Scout handbook. Not surprisingly, the Eagle Scouts triumphed. As one adult contestant said, I definitely was not smarter than a Boy Scout, nor tougher. I have a newfound respect for the Boy Scouts as a whole. They know how to survive in this stuff, and I don't. Although the Eagle Scouts prevailed, the real winner was the Boy Scouts of America. A total of 1.7 million people watched the show, many of them learning for the first time just how tough Boy Scouts can be. My esteemed guest, Jim Rogers, achieved the rank of Eagle Scout. This designation also was awarded to his three sons. In fact, there are ten Eagle Scouts in two generations of the Rogers family. Jim served as the president for the Western Region of the Boy Scouts of America from 2008 to 2010. Upon nomination by the Nevada Area Council, he received the Distinguished Eagle Award in 2002. In 2010, Jim Rogers was awarded the Western Region's prestigious Silver Antelope Award. So, Jim, what do you have to say about the toughness of being a Boy Scout? Well, I don't know about being tough. I mean, I get beat up by my brothers all the time. I'm not sure being an Eagle Scout helped me do that. But look, thank you very much again uh, for your recognition of all that. I I think that uh, the whole motto of scouting is be prepared. And all the things you just talked about is that those scouts that competed on that TV program were better prepared. Um, And, uh, you know, the diversity of skill sets that we learn from home repairs to citizenship to, you know, hiking to skiing to all those all those elements help uh, round us out to uh, 
they'll take care of any situation, uh, whether it's uh, you know dealing with a life-saving procedure at a swimming pool or a tourniquet at, a, at an accident of a car. And I, there are those stories uh, throughout uh, you know America where a scout has stepped in and and helped save somebody. Um, as far as being tough, I think the tough uh, has many meanings to it, and I hope that uh, what it does is just prepares us for life. Um, I think you let off your show with uh, you know be prepared for life, and and I think that's you know those are those are precious words that that you shouldn't take too lightly. Uh, that uh, it's it's difficult to find uh, uh, you know how you accomplish that, and I think most parents want to be the best parents they can be, and they want their kids to be the best they can be. And uh, the scouting process, if you will, having gone through that and watched my brothers and my sons go through it, uh, obviously I'm one of those people that believe very strongly in it. And and what's happening right now is I'm giving back because when I was going through it, there were parents that were the scout masters and the den leaders, and and so. Somebody was out there providing that, so I feel like it's again. I may not be able to impact the country, I may not be able to impact the state, but if I do something well in Reno, eventually it's going to impact both the state and our country. Right. Um, so I feel good about that. So talking about how to get to Eagle Scout, I mean, as you said, most of these young boys coming in are elementary school age, and to literally go through this entire scouting process. I mean, how many years are we talking about? Well, it's going to take you five or six, uh, most likely. There are some kids that are just, uh, you know, have earned every single merit badge. I think there are 190 merit badges. You need 21 to be an Eagle Scout. Um, and you need to fulfill those, uh, you know, over a period of time. Only four percent of all scouts achieve the highest rank, um, and that should be what's important again for your for your listeners is that you're not a bad person if you didn't make Eagle Scout. You were a scouter. I'm sure you gained some benefit along the way, whether you're there for a year or you were there for five. But the Eagle Scout at that that level of age and accomplishment is significant. Um, as I said, I think there are about 58,000 of those kids that are around the country. And look at whether I'm applying for a job or I'm applying for a scholarship at a university, um, to your point earlier, the general public respects and appreciates uh, that Eagle Scout accomplishment. Uh, it has a major impact if you decide to go into military service, that indeed you were moved a couple of ranks as a result of the fact you were an Eagle Scout. So, hey, mom and dad, you know, if you're looking for benefits for a better tomorrow and you want your child to be able to compete in a, a way to obtain that scholarship or to be able to get a better job, um, you know, help them along the journey of being an Eagle Scout, that trail. This is Sherry Hill. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show, and I have the oldest Eagle Scout that I know, Jim (laughs) Rogers, as my guest today. And we're obviously talking about Boy Scouts of America and the phenomenal program and the opportunity for these young boys to come in and, and really develop a lot of these skills. Now, obviously, moving to Eagle Scout level is a, a true commitment and certainly takes more than just I show up once a month or once a week to my den troop, right? Yes, yes, yes. And uh, you know, again, I, I think what, what I want to emphasize here is, to your point, it is a journey. It is a trail, as we call it, Trail to Eagle. And there are many uh, little destinations along the way where you achieve different rank. The other important thing is once you're an Eagle Scout, 
you're always an Eagle Scout. You know, at the at the court of honor, we look at those young people and we say, you are now a marked man, that you will be an Eagle Scout for the rest of your life. And there are, again, many Eagle Scouts that are listening to this show that still have that Boy Scout flame burning in their heart. And we want to tap into those folks. We're, we're eager to get the folks that have had some benefit, as I said earlier, to give back a little bit. So, uh, you know, again, if you've been a scout or you've been an Eagle Scout, we'd love to get you re-engaged, whether it's in Las Vegas or Reno, uh, Elko, South Lake Tahoe, Susanville, you name it. We're there for you, and we like to bring you back in, and, and Eagle Scouts in particular. Right. Well, it's just, you know, like you say, it's something you're going to carry for the rest of your life and certainly shows that you have that stick to Just very quickly, because I have curiosity, you said there's like 190 merit badges, and I know this is, you know, they probably go from, you know, fairly easy to extremely hard, like you had to walk 20 miles (laughs) along with a whole bunch of other Twice. Twice. (laughs) (laughs) Next time you're going to have a a thing, right? Right. That your mileage. But, I mean, give us some idea of some of the cool things these boys are going to get to experience. Yeah, I mean, even as a Cub Scout, you get to go out and do things. We were out at Cabela's a couple months ago shooting BB guns and you know bows and arrows and, and doing things that normal kids aren't going to be able to do that are indeed distinct. Just again getting together and go for a nice hike up into the Sierras. We're so fortunate here in northern Nevada to have access to that. But as a Boy Scout, I mean whether it's whether it's uh, scuba diving or whether it's you know building a spaceship or rocket rocketry you know or whether you're learning uh, safety or first aid uh, you know uh, life safety swimming, rowing, canoeing, uh, cooking. Uh, the one I always remember, I think it was Cub Scouts and I got, but it was, uh, it was home repairs. And we had to learn how to change a washer in, uh, you know, in your sink or in your, your faucet. And the other thing we had to learn was how to change a tire. So, you know, how many of you have ever, you know, sat in your garage and had somebody instruct you how to, where do you learn that? And, yeah, and, I, and I think, right. I, you know, I, I think about all the school hours I spent <laughs> at school and, you know, college, and I, it's always hard for me to identify, you know, how I put those to use. But I remember how to replace that washer and how to indeed replace that tire or how to build a fire, you know, and uh, it's raining and how are we going to get that fire started? So this, the skill set is very diverse, but very useful. Well, and I imagine that, you know, it's adapted over the hundred plus years that Boy Scouts has been in uh, in service to, uh, you know, the world, actually. But so, you know, because kids today, like you said, they're hooked to the end of their phone or a video or a computer. And so to, how do you engage kids like that? Well, we have to we have to we have to become more contemporary. We have to bring you know technology and the elements that uh, they're enjoying into our program. So what we're doing. Uh, there's a wonderful program here in uh, in Reno where they've just uh, opened the Challenger Center, and it's a, it's actually a three hour program over at uh, the, one of the Sparks High School, and uh, they've got a program where we can take kids over there, and again they act as a sort of a NASA, and, and then they also have the Mars landing, and they do these experiences. 
We want to, we, we spent the night on the field at UNR. I mean, how many, how many people got to sleep out on the field after a football game? So the, the point of this is, is, is the activities that we're putting together in addition to the, uh, the, the achievement or the ranks combined lead you to doing things that you can't do anywhere else. Well, I'm guessing then in every community, they're tapping into what is absolutely amazing and cool within their own communities. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, if you're on the ocean, you may be surfing. If you're, you know, at the Salt Lake, you may be out, uh, you know, figuring out uh, mining. We just introduced a brand new merit badge, uh, you know, mining merit badge out there. Um, but the, I think the point is, is you can adapt because of the such a large number of merit badges, the program, as well as the ongoing activities that we put together, whether we have one of the best climbing walls in the country at our Boy Scout camp at Camp Fleischmann up near Chester, where we'll put a thousand kids through scout camp this year. They come up for a week and uh, spend it. We provide the meals, but they work on merit badges and advancement as well as they're shooting, uh, you know, throwing hatchets and they're they're doing, uh, you know, powder rifles. And I mean, they're doing things again, you just you aren't going to do. <laughs> so that same lesson must be throw a hatchet, learn how to use a tourniquet. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right there. We're all, we, we said we have to be prepared. And that's it's a good combination. So I wish I could be a Boy Scout, but I can't. Um, when the Girl Scouts were here, I really wanted to become a Girl Scout. But if somebody wanted to find out more information, what is the best place for them to go? Yeah, the best place is to either give us a call. Um, I'll give you a phone number, uh, 1-800-733-5244. Again, 800-733-5244. Or go to www www.scouter.org www.scouter.org and it'll bring you into the Nevada Area Council we're out there on uh, 500 Double Eagle Court uh, sort of south in the town beautiful new building um, and yes we do have programs for women um, in our venturing program uh, kids that are in high school can participate so we do have young so ladies. So there's, there's hope for me yet. No, Well there is. There's <laughs> certainly hope for you just to get you outdoors. It sounds like you're a camper already and uh, we just need to get you your own den. Yes alright. We've got to go to break. We come back. We're going to finish up on this I think fascinating conversation about the Boy Scouts of America. This is Stacy Wedding, CEO and Chief Strategist at Professionals in Philanthropy in Henderson, Nevada. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because she provides opportunities for people to share and learn and grow together. Sherry Hill is a true professional and an inspiration to all. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own? Or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? Well, first, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should? like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes. For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put the proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started on the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Next week on The Sherry Hill Show, 
My guest will be Stephanie Kent, founder of Nevada Junior Cotillion. I dined with candlelight. I grew up with candlelight, and even if I heated a pizza in the oven and brought it to the table, we dine in the dining room with candlelight. Join us next week with more from Stephanie Kent, founder of Nevada Junior Cotillion. This is Phil Johncock from Las Vegas. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is awesome. She's the best. Welcome back to The Sherry Hill Show, doing everything possible to spark and fuel your entrepreneurial dreams. Now, here's your host, Sherry Hill. Since the Boy Scouts of America first introduced youth protection training in the late 1980s, they have continually refined and strengthened their policies to prevent child abuse both in and out of scouting. Today, for example, all registered adult members must undergo criminal background checks and must complete youth protection training every two years. In 2013, the BSA's National Youth Protection Committee launched the Youth Protection Champions effort in which volunteer champions have been appointed to lead youth protection efforts at all levels of the organization. From recruiting new leadership to supporting training and strategy development, they serve as the principal advisors at their level on all matters relating to youth protection within the Boy Scouts, effectively engaging scouting's most powerful resource, its volunteers, to keep all youth safe. Jim Rogers is the immediate past council president of the Nevada Area of Council of Boy Scouts of America. He is also the president and CEO of Campgrounds of America. We know it as KOA, which is the largest network of franchised family campgrounds in the world. So, Jim, let's talk about what it takes to become a Boy Scout volunteer. Well, that is just the perfect subject because uh, I think today it is really hard to get people to volunteer. Uh, You know, I think that any organization, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, Red Cross, Boys and Girls Club, the difficulty of finding people that want to allocate time is becoming very difficult. We can find parents that want to build the jungle gym at the elementary school from 10 until 2 this weekend, but to suggest that you're going to be a den leader from January to December and host uh, seven or eight little kids over at your house uh, a couple times a month is tougher. Um, what's nice about scouting is is we take a lot of the worry out of it. That I think most volunteers today are wondering, how do I become a volunteer, but how do I do the job? And so the Boy Scouts of America, with its million volunteers and years of experience, have really developed a wonderful network of instruction manuals. We have Scouting University that we conduct, both in Elko, in our case, and Reno, throughout the year. We have groups of folks that go to the communities and have training sessions. And so one of the things that I think scouting can do is can make it a little easier for you, if you're thinking about it, and we'd love to have you consider it, is is to know that we're going to have support. We have 16 people on the Boy Scout staff that are out there in the field helping people, you know, find new kids, helping you execute the program. So you're not alone. It's not something where we go out and say, hey, by the way, be a volunteer. See you next year. Take them uh, on a 20-mile uh, hike. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. So, so the, the fun thing is, and such a large percent, if you really go back and look at the statistics, there are so many people in our society that were scouts at one time. 
So again, whether it's a, a woman coming into Girl Scouts or a man coming into Boy Scouts, they ha- probably have some practical experience. In this area, we have so many people who have spent time in the outdoors, so they'd be great, you know, as helping us out. And uh, so I think, again, volunteerism is another way to give back. You want a better tomorrow? Get out and volunteer for some wonderful organization today, and we'd love for you to think about scouting as being one of those. But make a difference. Make a difference in your community. Well, what do you find that, let's say, the parent who does step up and says okay i'm going to be the den leader and you know work and a lot of them probably stick with the same kids all the way up oh, yeah. through the program what do they get out of it well i've been a den mother okay <laughs> what happened is my wife said she would take the pack which is the combination of a bunch of dens and i said i would be the den leader so i had seven kids you know that i'd go out with and again it's a couple hour meeting every couple weeks where indeed you have to be prepared but there's a program whether we're doing physical fitness and we're learning how to jump or tag the wall or we're going for preparing for a, a small camp out this weekend so there there's always that to-do list that can help you and and the nice thing about it is you can add your own creativity mm-hmm. i mean if you have an experience that maybe you've had or maybe you're a professional that uh, works at the hospital or you want to take them down to a phone networking system or you have a laboratory up at unr you want to walk them through guess what you know, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful field trip for uh, scouts. One of the things we're doing for our volunteers is we think it's important to develop programs in our community that we as a council prepare for them. So the, they, they become, the den leader becomes sort of, the, remember the teacher that would set up the field trip and get the transportation and take you there, but then somebody else would take over? It's like the Discovery Museum. I mean, if we can deliver kids, they have programs there that we can incorporate. And I think community leaders would like to know that those services that are serving youth begin to consolidate their efforts. So we come into the Boys and Girls Club and we provide the outdoor program. Okay, so there's a nice example of harmony between, hey, you don't want to, you don't need to specialize in that field. Let us come in and deliver an outdoor program to the Boys and Girls Club, and we're eventually going to get some of those kids that are going to come to camp with us and, and extend it. So that's the consolidation that we need to put more effort into, well, and it makes it easier for volunteers. Yeah, and that, you know, that's the nonprofit world. It's consolidation and joint venturing and doing things because you're all really working towards the same cause especially in the youth movements of trying to create better citizens. And so for someone like myself, if I said, okay, Jim, I'm going to be a den mother, my commitment really, as you said, it's a couple of, couple of hours every couple of weeks, but it's fun stuff. I think that one of those things, and you said earlier I'm an old Eagle Scout, and I am, but you know what? I want to stay active. Mm-hmm. I want to stay engaged. I think whether it's your church or your, you know, your, again, something you grew up with, you want to stay active. And so I think the opportunity is is for those people that maybe are cutting back at work or retiring, that if you want to continue to stay active, involved with youth, this, this is the perfect opportunity. This is Sherry Hill, and you are listening to The Sherry Hill Show with guest Jim Rogers, who's here doing a phenomenal job of representing the Boy Scouts in uniform. Go Boy Scouts! (laughs) But, you know, you think of all the retiring baby boomers, still active, still, you know, wanting to travel, go on adventures. I mean, what a great way to 
convert all those skills and and you know maybe you're an excellent whitewater rafter or a skier or hey you might, a, you, you might be a great chemist <laughs> or you might be a great author you might be whatever you've been that 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 plays well and and i think that with the number of people that are baby boomers that this is an opportunity to not just uh, you know sit up in your uh, lounger and watch television all day this is the way that you can stay engaged and so many of our volunteers are and the officers in our in our organization have had careers that are now saying this is a place that I can go give something back and and uh, again scouting will take advantage of this no matter where you are in the uh, United States. Well, and think about it. You guys do some big annual, what is it? The Good Scout Lunch? Well, no, the big gym, jamboree. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, major. National Jamboree. Yeah, sure, we bring yeah. 45,000 kids together at our so Imagine summit the energy. Facility. Oh, it's incredible. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And, I, and again, I think that people have had a scouting experience. This sort of renews that, those great memories. Uh, you know, and most people are going to tell you about a great campfire, a great hike, or, a, you know, something that got them to the top of a mountain. Isn't it nice to relive that? I mean, to kind of come back to that monumental component in your life. And uh, I think scouting uh, can renew that with those that are yes. scouting alumni. Come on forward. I, I have fond memories of all the years I ended up with Poison Oak during my uh, Girl Scout adventure. So, <laughs> Well, and uh, as we talked earlier, I mean, uh, maybe you can go out and be a burner and provide uh, expert assistance to all those people that haven't had any scouting background. You can protect them and help them be prepared. Exactly. So what is a, a really good message you want to share with the you know, business leaders, parents, youth that happen to be listening to the show to say, you know, why wouldn't you get involved in scouting? I learned a long time ago from my parents that uh, I should always leave the campsite better than I found it. And I think that that all of us, in some place along the way, you know, whether it's, uh, I, I find myself picking up Starbucks bathrooms all the time. You know, I'm leaving the bathroom better than I found it. Uh, but I think we all have that responsibility, and and I think the opportunity here is uh, to. Give, give back a little bit. We are, you're asked continually. Find an organization you want to do that for. We hope you'll think about scouting. Um, you know, the other one was my dad always said, you know, do one to do an extra one to grow on. Um, and, and I think, again, the, the mottos of scouting, be prepared, do your best. These are all very simple, basic values that at the end of the day will lead to a better tomorrow and certainly a better country yeah well and and that's really the key and focusing on the youth giving them these opportunities i mean you know it's global now and people really understanding and appreciating when these young kids young men young boys coming through scouting that they are nicer people yes no question they have no choice well (laughs) we we hope so (laughs) we we certainly have examples of that and again we're so fortunate that you and your show would take the time to allow us to share that story because it still needs to be told we still are out there and we intend to grow our program in uh, northern nevada thanks And, and one of your messages is that you know there's still believe it or not people that don't know that scouting the boy scouts of america still exists right 
That's right. No, and you know, it's like, wait a second, you're selling popcorn. You know, the girls are selling Girl Scout cookies. You know, no, there's more to it than that. And uh, we're vibrant. We're alive. We're well. We're going to grow. And I think uh, scouting is going to be uh, be around for a long time and uh, continue to contribute in big ways to our overall society. Well, and I think your your higher ups, the people that are at the national level. I mean, it's obviously you don't stick around for over a hundred years if you're not evolving with the times and staying. Current with trends and and how kids are learning different today yeah no you have to you have to and i think that's again a, a good indicator that we're we're uh, sustainable you know it, it isn't it isn't something that's going to come and go and and uh, the values what's amazing to me is for 104 years we're still using the same oath and law you know trustworthy loyal helpful friendly courteous kind thrifty clean you know brave clean reverent uh, that we were using 100 years ago so uh, these are these are values that aren't going to go away and right. uh, still very very important all right jim a good contact for someone that's excited as i am to get involved with the boy scouts where should they go they should go up to www scouter.org we will find them they will find us and uh, if they want to stop by the main office they can do that down at 500 double eagle in the south uh, reno you probably can see our logo from the freeway and uh, we'd love to talk to you great well thank you for being here and sharing all of this with us i appreciate it don't complain about the youth get involved with the youth that's right get out there and do your best (laughs) so support your local boy scouts and let's make our planet a much nicer place the sherry hill show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country small business the backbone of america send her a message on facebook.com slash sherry hill show and tune in next week same time same station for the sherry hill show this is Peter Padilla, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Are you looking for great values on a real estate or mortgage transaction? Listen to our show, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Deal with professionals that you know, like, and trust. Sunday afternoons at 4 p.m., KLAV, 1230 a.m., the talk of Las Vegas.